The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 22. London's burning. Hello. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Good morning, it's lovely out there. Oh, it is. It's a lovely day today, isn't it? Crikey me. It's beautiful. Yeah, nice and fresh and the temperature is just like an hot summer's day wanting to go on top of the roof with a bikini. Better watch out for those helicopters. There are no helicopters. They could be <laughs> taking... Out the sky. No, not falling out of the sky, taking dirty pictures of you on that roof, rooftop. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. God, I'll be on blooming crime watch. They're not a... <laughs> Probably. Anyway, here's the thing, right? Um, you were saying that the temperatures are warm enough for summer. They're not really, are they? What are they, 12? Well, it's just like... Spring in it. Yeah, it does feel a lot like spring today. And yeah. um, obviously you've got a spring in your step because this week you had your vaccination. Yes, the first job, yeah. Oh, my God, the AstraZeneca. And I'm on in nine today. Billy's got his today. Apparently, the, when he thought he'd had the job in February, earlier on in month, it was just the flu job that they get him. They were a big mix-up. Oh, right, so OK. Take him up to Kirkby tonight for his first vaccine. So basically, Sue, you beat... Billy to the vaccine. Yeah. Sue, talk us through what happened then. How, where, where did you have it? Uh, How did it I roll? I went to Wicks. Yeah, Wicks in um, Mansfield, yeah. Yeah, Wicks, the vaccination centre. You weren't going to buy wood then? <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> Used to be a Wicks. Um, yeah. You queue up, uh, obviously you've got to use the hand sanitizer, get a fresh mask, then they ask you a few questions, like, like have you um, been in contact with COVID over the last, a few weeks over the last month. Is anybody in your household had the symptoms of COVID? And then you go into another and you queue up again and then you go and see an asses- have an assessment with one of the nurses. She goes through it, all the side effects that you can actually get and uh, tell you what vaccine you're going to get. And then you go and queue up at another thing to get the vaccine so i was there roughly about half an hour it was really quick mm, yeah it's sort of like in and out sort of thing so so, yeah, when, so yeah. a few different rooms and then you got to the vaccine bit was it painful no what? i didn't feel a thing right they said it to be a scratch sharp scratch but a blood test hurts more than what that does right well that's good news wow yeah fantastic so you've you've, you've got your jab your first one have you got your second appointment uh, booked yeah, in? It's, uh, 11 week after in may in may, may time playtime yeah, daytime. <laughs> daytime, maytime, playtime. Anyway, so yeah, well, that's great news. And you phoned me up this week whilst I was doing my show. I did. I phoned you up on the Tuesday, I believe, and said I was going for it. Had you So you'd not already had it? You were at the bus station at that moment? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you said, I'm at the bus station. I said, do you want a song? Yeah, I said, I'm at the bus station. Guess what? Good news, I've got the vaccine tomorrow. That's good but stuff. But I didn't get... I got the letter last weekend, and I found the uh, 119 on Monday, and they got me the booking straight away. They gave you both bookings. Great. But I had to have a bit of a joke with one or two, because it were packed solid in there, quite a big place. And I had to turn around and say, well, is Boris Johnson or anybody from 10 Darling Street in here today to see us lot have this vaccine? (laughs) (laughs) And did that make everybody smile? Yeah, it made them smile, yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. You're having yours done in Kirkby? Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck with that, Billy. I hope it goes well this evening. Do you have any uh, side effects, um, Sue? Yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. You don't have to give us the exact uh, address, so we have to go down there no. and give you an applause or something. We're not going to do that. Um, Sue, did you have any after effects? Yes, I did. OK, yeah, because a few people um, have said that... For they... a couple of days, I just felt a bit nausea, uh, headache, 
And but I took some ibuprofen. Uh, the, the arm wasn't too bad, just a little bit sore. But the after effects didn't start until about three hours after I had the vaccine, and I, I felt like I was uh, peed up, pistol part of my head, <laughs> uh, lightheaded, and that. So right. But I took some um, cocodamol uh, medication and some ibuprofen before I went to bed. And Bob's your sausage. You were fine after a couple of days. Yeah. After a couple of days, I was fine. By the way, I mean, have you seen yet? No, I've not had mine yet. I've not had mine. Say that again. I'm having yours before you get yours. I'm not Hang surprised. On. It's not as old as what you are. You're not, you're not getting mine. You're getting yours. I thought you were over 50. You thought I was over 50, yeah, did you? Cheeky, cheeky so-and-so. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, I'm not that far off, really. Now, crikey, yeah, I'll be there soon. You don't be too long now before you hear him from. But I do. Uh, um, if anybody in the Mansfield area gets a chance to go to Wicks, then it's a it's a really decent, really good place to go. Yeah, sort of. Uh, the uh, Sue Morgan podcast says, get your vaccine. Thumbs up for the vaccine. Yeah, Wicks, if you can get it. Yeah, if you can go to Wicks, but there's there's lots of places like uh, Kings Mill. Oh yeah, yeah, but I can definitely recommend uh, Wicks. Wicks, yeah, they do do a really good, um, really good paint there as well. So you can get your paint while you, while you're at it. <laughs> Right, okay. I think there's loads of police staff for that. Obviously, yeah, they're not still running the, the wicks whilst everybody's having the vaccinations done, are they? Uh, no, do, you, no. do you want some wood, dear? Now you come for the vaccine, get in that line. Right, okay, so let's do some Sue's headlines. <laughs> right, okay, here's one. This is a bit macabre, this macabre. So apologies if you don't like the macabre. But then you like horror movies, so you probably will like this, Sue, in a strange, bizarre way. A dad's ashes were mixed with a beer and poured down the drain next to his local boozer. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin McGlinchey said he wanted to travel to all his favourite pubs through the sewers after his death. So when he died, aged 66, his daughter Cassidy, 35, and son Owen, 46, deposited his remains by the road near his local, surrounded by well-wishers. A memorial was also put up at the drain. He finally departed down outside his beloved Hollybush in Coventry. Cassidy said of her dad's death, It was a very emotional time for us all and very hard to get our heads around. Our dad told us for years his wishes would be to go down a pub drain. Used to uh, drop things down there. He loved the holly bush and would take a walk up there every day. She said that Kevin also told her they would always think of him every time they walked past the drain. <laughs> At the wake, Owen spooned his dad's ashes into a pint of beer, then went outside for his final journey, cheered by family and friends. The family have uh, now shared the touching moment which uh, was filmed in 2018. Cassidy said, It was an amazing feeling, giving my dad exactly what he wished for when he died, and I would uh, do it all over again. It's nice to have a smile, knowing my dad is still causing a stir, even from his drain. So, I mean, why would... Surely... (laughs) I understand that was his wish. He wanted to be put down a drain, but when I die, I don't want to go down a drain. Sue, can you can you just um, just mark that down? Please don't put me down a drain when I'm, I'm not dead. I'm going to put you down a drain. No. Thank you, thank you. No, we're not putting him down a drain. <laughs> I definitely don't want that. What, what do you want happening to you after it's after you've gone? Sue? You don't, I don't really care what happens to me. They could put me in a dustbin if they want. So you're happy to go down the drain then? Are you I'm soon? happy to go anywhere. I'm putting you on the go down the drain list here. <laughs> alongside that yeah. fella I don't want to be 
scattered somewhere amazing, like, I don't know, Barbados or somewhere like that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Not down a drain. Well, if your wish, then maybe, to Barbados. Maybe you can make that happen for me, Sue. Uh, why would you want to go down this? Because obviously not... Because uh, he... Well, it doesn't make any sense to me, because they pour a lot of beer away down the drain. Is that what, is that what he was thinking? So he'd be... Could have been, and then he could have a drink, a drink from the grave. But then, but then the thing is, though, when you're down the drain, it's not just that. There's other stuff down there as well, you know? You know the sorts of things that go down drains? Yeah, rats. Rats and, um... Yeah. And other stuff, shall we say. Talking of yeah, other stuff... people talk- urinating. I've not seen anybody for a very, very, very long time publicly urinating. You get into a real bother if you do that. If if the police see you these days, you know. Back oh, in, I know you do. Back in the day, people were wetting on the walls every every which way but loose, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Anyways, uh, moving on swiftly to the next story. Here we go. This is right up your street. Cause it's all about letting off this Sue. <laughs> letting, <laughs> letting off. Okay, so the staying in rule stinks. Is the headline? Brits farting more. Poor diets. Oh, What's going on? I don't know. I think he's put phone down. He's gone, has he? Yeah, don't know. Poor diets and less activity have left millions of lockdown Brits suffering with wind. Figures suddenly released show. Figures suddenly released. See what they did there. Farty, sorry, 40% admit that they are top trumps when it comes to increased flatulence at the moment. The problem was let out unexpectedly last month when fitness guru Joe Wicks farted in front of 800,000 people during one of his <laughs> online classes. Joe Wicks let yeah. off. Letting off. He let off. That's disgraceful, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I have to say, though, when I've been doing my exercise, which I'm yet to do today, by the way, I put it off this morning, didn't feel like it this morning, uh, sometimes I have to really struggle to hold it in. Just let it out then, don't you? Let it out. Yeah, let it out. Whether in church or chapel, let it rattle. Yes, indeed. Um, (laughs) Apparently, Brighton has emerged as the UK's trouser cough capital, with 49% admitting that they're letting off uh, more than usual. 45% in Manchester have had the problem, and Glasgow is not too far behind. Geordies are the fourth biggest guffers, alongside those in Cardiff and Norwich. London are fifth on 40%, followed closely by... Sheffield, and it goes on and on. I think Nottingham are in there as well in the top ten. There is more to do to raise awareness of how to look after your gut, says says an expert. What's he doing now? This sounds like a lorry's arrived or something. No, it's uh, it's support, I think. All right, OK. You think so? You just shout to let me know whether it's in. All right, just to keep you informed. Yeah. Just on the nosy car. So, what's the rest of um, this weekend hold for you? Still chilling this weekend, out? Well, yeah, I'm going to get him to the vaccine centre tonight. Are you going in a taxi um, or? No, we're going on the bus. On the bus? I know where to go. It'll take forever to get to Kirkby. Yeah, on that 3B bus. On the 3B. I know times at buses and all that, unless his support comes and takes him. You are the queen of the, the local buses. <laughs> yeah. You're always, whenever I see you out and about, you're always waiting for a bus. I like driving past, oh, there's Sue, she's waiting for another bus. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, you get mega riders, you might as well use them. This is it, so you got it. You got the mega rider, so you've got to get on them buses. <laughs> yeah. Is everybody um, adhering to the rules when you're on those buses? Because obviously you have to wear masks. Yeah, and... there is, yeah, there yeah. is. Everybody's uh, keeping keeping with the mask wearing and the distance and that. That's what I like to hear. That's what we want. 
Yeah, that's so what everybody's behaving the sense. Everybody's behaving themselves. Going to put that on Which a T-shirt. Which is good, really, isn't it, for Mansfield? It is good because people in Mansfield are notoriously naughty. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're a little bit naughty, a little bit whoa, yeah, a little bit way. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm dreading it going back to normal now. Yeah. Because I've kind of like. There'll be a lot like... more going off, not there? Well, there'll be a lot going off. Not just letting yeah. off; it'll be all happening. Yeah, happening. Yeah. The thing is, though, you see, I've got used to being a hermit. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be very like weird. Like at first you were used to going out all the time and mm. then you have to stay at home and that and it's just so crazy. And the passport of coming out uh, out of lockdown. Mm, yeah, because that was all announced um, this week, wasn't it? Coming yeah. out of lockdown. What do you think to the timetable? Well, table? I can't wait till barbers are open, that for one thing. Well, tell us what what's wrong with your hair at the moment then, is what's it? What's right with it's getting too long. Mine's a bit long as well. But I'm not going on, you know when the day they open, I'm going to leave it a few days because there'll be loads and loads of queues and I can't be doing with that. So yeah. People will be queuing around the block. Yeah, yeah wait, wait till it calms down. Well, here's the thing, that um, the, the hairdresser, I didn't realise this, I was listening to a, a talk show, the hairdresser phoned up and said, yeah, it's going to be really busy at first. But the problem is, everybody needs a haircut, so for the first like couple of weeks, they'll be like cutting people's hair like non-stop. And then everybody's hair will be cut, so then they're going to be like, for a few weeks... Going to have yeah. no nobody again. Nobody, no customers. No customers again, because everybody will have to have their hair cut straight away. Yeah. So my, I'm not in no rush. My plan is not to rush it, and... but no, it won't, it won't make it. Won't it, Billy? He's back! Yeah, he's back. Billy's not back in town! <laughs> we were just rounding up, Billy. We were just saying that we need... Um, me, me and Sue need haircuts. How's your hair doing? All right. It might not be doing I've seen a picture of you. I don't, I don't think you've got any hair, have you? He has got a bit now. Just, uh, just a little bit. Where? No, where? After the photo was took after he'd had his hair cut before. Oh, I see. Lockdown. That was a beautiful picture that you sent, by the way. <clears throat> Thank you. I've got it. I've got You dashed to the door like um, like your life depended on it. What's she going to do? She's going to come in. She goes, "Hey, Billy, what 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 happens? Does she just have a little natter and stuff, or she pays him his money?" Oh, right, I see. I understand now why. That's the end of London's burning, London's burning. Fetch the engine, fetch the engine, fetch the engine. Pour on water, pour on water. <laughs> we were doing quite well there for us. I thought you were going to join in, so we could have had it in the round. Don't even know the song. London's Burning, you've got to know that. Well, yeah, I do, but he would do it different words. Yes, he was. Uh, right at the end, he did suddenly uh, break off into something else. I understand now why, you, why you're at Tenterhooks waiting for your carer, because she's bringing your money so that you can get over across the road and get your scratch cards. Yeah, yeah. It's in her. It's not, I know it's not. You said it's not her. Who was it? Who was it? Somebody else, probably one of the other carers. It's got to be somebody but who's allowed to come over, I should think. It's a bad car, just like Vicky's. It was a red card, just like Mickey's. Vicky? And Vicky's too. <laughs> Sticky Vicky. Sticky Vicky? Yeah. You know who Sticky Vicky is, don't you? 
No. Sticky Vicky, I think, was somebody that used to work in Benidorm or somewhere like that. The comedy series, Benidorm. Well, no, not the comedy series. There used to be somebody called Sticky Vicky. I can't remember exactly where she was based. This is the last thing we're going to talk about today. I'm just going to work out where she was from. I think she's no longer with us. Anyway, Sticky Vicky, she used to have a show in Benidorm, okay? She was a dancer and illusionist, and she was known for her vaginal magic show. Oh, my God. Yeah, she and she used to remove unusual objects from her vagina. After practising with simple objects such as handkerchiefs, she uh, went on to do other stuff as well. And in the end, um, she could, a bit like Mary Poppins, you know how she used to get all kinds of things out of a bag? Yeah. Sticky Vicky once pulled out a whole hat stand to, to a massive round of applause. She's still alive, actually. She's 77. I don't think she's still doing it, though. I think a daughter now does it. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Maybe that's something that you could uh, think about doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't no coming out to Marminge. And on that note... <laughs> I will say goodbye and um, have a fantastic week. Yeah, same to you, Ian, and everybody else. <laughs> Take care. Get your vaccine done. Just to let you know that um, Billy's carer isn't Sticky Vicky. For Sticky Vicky, somebody else. I'm sure she still lives in Benidorm, but she's no longer doing that show. Okay, then, Ian. See you, Doc. Bye bye. Bye.